Hey everyone, and welcome back to yet another installment of the Weekly Catch-Up Podcast. It is Sunday, February 27th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. And uh, this is the 93rd installment of our humble little show. I'm your host, Carson Gibbons, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. B-Rad Colvin. That'd be me. <laughs> and his faithful dog, yeah. panting in the background. And that's just Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> we have a special, uh, what is he, a silent producer? Yeah, a little background cameo. Gerald is in the house as well. We're down in the uh, the Cleburne podcast studio today for number 93, sir. That's right. Seven more until we can quit. <laughs> so close. <sighs> so, Gerald, I'm expect. do you watch your mom's house uh, podcast stuff? Very little. Okay, well, you know how they like guffaw in the background whenever, like, it's yeah. very much off camera, off mic. That's exactly what I'm expecting. That's hilarious. <laughs> 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 All right, well, uh, <laughs> let's get this done, uh, Mr. B Rad. Yeah, man. Let's get it. It's the weekly catch up with Carson and Brad. Here to talk about the week we'd have had. It could be sports, religion, politics. We keeping the tabs. You would think they work for Gucci, how they deep in their bag. Get your facts up. On Wednesday, we'll be counting the stats up. So turn the volume up till it's maxed up. You know the drill. So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up and chill. We back up. This is the weekly catch up. Episode 93, getting 93 kicked in off. in the cut. <laughs> like a baby foal <laughs> at birth. Gems. Just wobbly-legged and getting off to a rough start. But what are we talking about this week, B-Rad? Well, there's a well, multitude of things that we could talk about. Um, there's a lot of happenings going on in the world. Um, is this the last episode before you get married? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, maybe not. If we record next week. Next to last, probably. Yeah, probably. At best. You want to talk about that? About getting married? Yeah. That's, yeah. Hi. Kind of a big looming date, wouldn't you say? Yeah, man. I don't. Well, looming makes it sound <laughs> negative, and it's not a negative I said thing. looming, not glooming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Looming is like, I guess. It's like <sighs> looming over you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It makes it sound like it could be overcast that day. Who knows? The weather's been crazy. So how are you feeling, buddy? Uh, excited, man. Kind of coaxed like, everything out of you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? I, I want to marry her. <laughs> what more can I say? You've just been very even keel for like about eight months on it where you're just like, yep. You know, you're just like the same. Well, yeah, man. Like You're probably like a day of where you're going to be super amped the day of. I think so. I mean, and I don't know. <laughs> I, well i'm trying we got some trying to like i'm not trying to make excuses for not being like crazy right now but you know courtney's True. also sleeping in the other room i'm not I'm trying not to be like too loud or anything but yeah man uh it's been a long time coming and um that's the love of my, that's the love of my life right there so excited for you guys I'm ready to marry that girl uh gerald uh serving as best man got you a good best man's gift Dude, i saw yes this weekend came in on friday and Dropped off a ping pong table, dude. It's a nice one. We broke it in yesterday. Gerald spent like four hours building it. <laughs> four hours? It, it, Yeah, it took a while. 
it just came in like a, a sheet box or something. Yeah. How does it feel to build a table for someone and then get beat on that table? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I, I won the first game in this house. And uh, what's the series like five to three? Yeah. My dad was asking me, um, he celebrated a birthday this week. So we had dinner at India Palace. And I don't know if it was there or elsewhere that he was asking. He was like, okay, so on the bachelor party, uh, for those that don't know or don't remember, we last mm -hmm. went on Brad's bachelor party uh, to, I always forget the name of that town, Bradenbury, Bernieville, thank you, Bernieville, Oklahoma, stayed on this really cool like ranch house Airbnb with a jacuzzi right on the golf course, played golf on Saturday, went to the casino, gambled it up big, gambled it up big, as I was saying, sorry folks, we had to take a quick break because uh, our streaming services are always uh an integral part of this foundational podcast and they never work. So, uh, it was a lot of fun, Yeah, I, man. but he was asking me about who was the best at ping pong. Cause I was like, yeah, we mm -hmm. play ping pong, foosball, golf, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, he ended up saying like, well, in the house, like who won back in the day, back in the student center. And I was like, uh -huh. well, I did that. Yeah. And then he said, well, all these years later, like, how does it kind of still stack up? Like who was the best in the house? And I was mm -hmm. like, well, I still was dad. And yeah. uh, I, I thought about it for a second, and then I was like, I'm telling the truth when I say that. <laughs> did he beat you he did. quite a bit? You yeah. both beat me at different times. Yeah. Graham, you leave probably, me alone. You probably did win the most. Graham, go away, please. Anyway, I had a lot of fun. I did, too. <laughs> Sorry, I... Trying to get this dog away. You can keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked at the pause button like several times because I'm like, why are we even doing this right now? Like, why are we trying to compete with this dog for this 12 by 12 room? Um, well, I was trying to elicit some reaction from you about your upcoming wedding or your recent bachelor party. Yeah, man. Thus far, I've been fairly unsuccessful in doing so. <laughs> I mean, any reaction that you have at any point would be wedding. Lovely. Super hype about it, man. I already feel married to her. Uh, you know, we're just ready to celebrate with our friends and family. Uh, and, you know, I, we've been talking about it for so long. Like, I, I don't know how much more I can add until like the day of whenever it actually happens, but still excited. <laughs> I'm excited for that episode day yeah, of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, bachelor party was awesome, man. I just got to hang out with my close friends, you guys, and um, it was just really cool. We had a lot of fun on the golf course, uh, and obviously uh, you were the best out there too. Gavin was surprisingly uh, very good. I don't and, know if uh, surprisingly. I thought I kind of expected. Well, he said we he hasn't talked... played in years, though. Yeah. Right. I'll say everybody came into their own on the back nine. Yeah everybody right. but gavin like actually has a swing mm -hmm. like he has like real form and i was like all right i'll, I'll come play you in town anytime yeah i managed to get par on one of the you holes. did yeah. you did uh best ball you were the only one that hit that green yeah so i was brad had a green in regulation on a par three went up there with uh gerald with said a... he lost two balls that round on that green <laughs> <laughs> 
He said, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> These boys bought sleeves of balls and just, you know. Yeah. I think Gerald was in danger of, like, having to quit the round at hole 16 or something like that. <laughs> oh, you found two balls. Yeah. Okay. That's... <laughs> right. Every golfer knows what knows what you meant with that. I just got a big package of Kirkland balls uh, from Amazon. So I nice. went out this morning. I must have been the first one out. I walked 18 in two hours, 20 minutes, and uh, must have lost at least 10 of these. It's just so frustrating because they just – they bounce off of the, the, the club uh, face. Yeah. And they just go a lot further than you're expecting. Plus, I sucked today. So oh, did you? lost a whole sleeve, but – Thankfully, I got one of those 50 packs, but that was a fun course. Yeah, I agree. That's, uh, you know, obviously I went with you a couple months ago. This one, I felt like had more opportunities to hit your ball in water or in uh, the bunkers um, than the course that you and I went with uh, Heston and Michael. Um, Well, that course doesn't have any bunkers. So that one's kind of an anomaly. But yeah, this one was like more of a real, uh, I have to say that, I didn't know how the country club or any of that kind of stacked up, but I was really impressed with the greens. The yeah. greens were really nice there. Mm-hmm. Um, the tee boxes were pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. comparatively. And uh, I thought it was a great time. Awesome, man. Well, I'm glad that it seemed like everybody had fun. Um, I didn't mean to do it, but that was my best round ever at 85 Yeah, by one stroke. Killing it. And Gerald, you had a 145, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did Gavin shoot a 105? Yeah. Dude, that's a really, really tight score after not having played for three years. Right. At all. Yeah. Like, and plus, we have to point out that you guys were using my mixed double, like second and third hand bag. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally had custom clubs from my mom with, you know, old play it against sports clubs from like my junior golf years. Like, yeah. it was just a grab bag, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Those great. clubs were pretty bad. I think we. I think by the time we were done, we were all in agreement that we'd definitely go out again and play. For sure. Yeah. Gerald. Gerald showed a lot of. Uh, I mean, he's a natural. Probably the most uh, yeah, natural athlete natural. out of any of us, right? Yeah. He's in a modern day Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> but um. I actually came back that afternoon and went over to Tierra Verde on Sunday. Oh yeah. And I, I had a money round with Scott and just lost my behind. Did not play like I had the day before (laughs) at all, Dang. which was frustrating. I knew I'd kind of used my good shots for the (laughs) weekend going into that, but that was just me psyching myself out. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. But after we were done, you know, we came back a little, or at least I was a little sunburned. Um, you were hella sunburned, dude, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on your yeah. dome, man. I should have wore a hat. <laughs> I remember asking him at the casino. I'm like, yeah. did you wear a hat today? Like, <laughs> well, you know, we leave and it's like 35 degrees and then it warmed up significantly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just didn't expect the sun to be out that. I guess I was wearing a hat, yeah. but I kind of knew how to layer for it. Cause I'd looked up the weather. Anywho, okay. <laughs> yeah, casino was good. Lost, lost a little money. Not, not near as much as I brought. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I felt like I, I stayed up okay at the casino, money wise. Like I was pretty uh, scratched because I got like a Fiji water from the girl and a couple 
little things and uh, also have to do the 50 cent ante every single. So if I got a 20 and the dealer got a 20 and we bumped, I still lost 50 cents that right. hand because I have to do an ante at Winstar every single time. Yeah. I think I was the only one that kind of played table games. You guys kind mm -hmm. of stuck to slots, I feel like. Yeah, I was at slots. I was up 80 bucks at one point. Really? Uh, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, you only live once. YOLO. <laughs> yeah. So lost it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think we can all agree that the highlight was the Toby Keith's. Uh, <laughs> Am I right? I love this bar and grill. <laughs> yeah. Just just being able to cut up with all of you guys. And Alec was a hoot. I don't, I, I, Carson, I don't think uh, there's many times where you find yourself in a room where somebody, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, somebody pushes the envelope more, more than, than I'm you. willing to, yeah, yeah, in that moment. <laughs> and it, like the things that he says literally shock me, yeah, and I love that. Like, yeah. it's so, I'm like, you're not allowed to say that <laughs> under any, you know, yeah. and it's funny because he just, he does not care, yeah, he does not care. <laughs> In fact, so, it's it's because he's not allowed to say it that he'll say it right to your face. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Eye contact. He'll yeah. say it. <laughs> and we'll double and triple down on it. <laughs> like the cojones on that guy. Yeah. I'm I'm in. I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah, but it was fun, you know, kind of watching you guys interact and just seeing the shocks, the shock expression on your face was great. Yeah. No, I, it's great. I love not being the biggest douchebag in a crew <laughs> for, you know, any time that Alex there is oh, how I man. feel that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it, it was a wonderful weekend spent with my closest friends and uh, Courtney had her bachelorette party this weekend and she got back yesterday and they went out to Dallas and had a good time. She got back yesterday. So they did it Friday. Yeah. Okay. Where'd they go? Um, I, XOXO and oh, okay. a, a couple other couple other places but i think that's like some kind of instagram famous restaurant yeah. lounge over and there she had some issues she had some issues with like the um reservations that they had but we don't got to get into all that but um, i could imagine because the only people that i've known going to xoxo it's like they booked a while out because yeah. you basically book I feel like these girls get on and they like look at their upcoming dates, like birthdays mm -hmm. and like, oh, we got to celebrate her. She's going to graduate. And they just they they know the list of photos that they want to take, you know, because right. I think XOXO has some great neon signs mm -hmm. that are very iconic that everybody knows about. So, but, you know, just keep in mind, if you want those pictures, just walk in and take them and then you can walk out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't need to get a meal. Drake's Hollywood is just outside. You could just yeah. go stand out front and then uh, leave. Exactly. I'd recommend getting the getting the reservation because that spot's yeah. dope. But that's cool. Yeah. Um. She have a she have the same number of girls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um. But yeah, she she had more people. She had like coworkers and stuff come out too and everything. But they got a pretty big Airbnb. Um. And then Saturday night we celebrated George Rose's. No, Friday night we celebrated uh, George Rose's birthday. That was cool. Um, happy birthday to be how how old is he 34 34 yeah. he's okay he's just a year and change older than me yeah um and then cta had a playoff game last night so they asked me if i could go announce so i went and did that real quick and uh, they ended up winning their playoff game so they continue on will you do it for us we let's get ready to rumble ladies and gentlemen boys and girls <laughs> welcome to tonight's event <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
basketball like, coming in at four foot three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, Dude, uh, I have to say that I feel like I've been on a lot of uh, bachelor parties as of late, like the last couple of years. Uh-huh. And um, one for John, where we went down to Austin to Lake Travis and just kind of did this like lakeside bungalow. Mm-hmm. And then polar opposite was michael's in vegas (laughs) all weekend with like i don't know 10 or 13 guys and i found like i found yours to just be this awesome mix that was like um you felt like we were remote we were kind of Mm -hmm. doing our own it was a really nice mix of everything like staying out on that kind of rustic country club course and um then getting to go to the casino getting to partake in that type of thing but yeah you know, it was cool. Thanks, man. Uh, that yeah, that's one of the main reasons that I picked that location is we had you know we were out in nature, but we're able to go into town and mess around a bit, and um, yeah, it was awesome. So. There's also something to be said for shared quarters, like a shared roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not even a shared roof. Like it was cool in Vegas because we had adjoining rooms, but that only went so far. So you would just kind of like leave one of the doors yeah. that connected the two on a you know you'd leave the the latch out so mm-hmm. that it would block it and you could kind of travel room to room that way but there was like you know more discretion was needed there because somebody could be changing or showering or right. whatever in this situation we had so many bathrooms that yeah more than i thought the biggest common areas like mm-hmm. pool table in the den yeah you know so it was that kind of thing was awesome to kind of uh get to spend all weekend together yeah gavin like whipping up some fettuccine uh, yeah while, while we're playing some pool and all just jamming out and hot tubbing and chef gabardi <laughs> <laughs> you like that one that, that that i snuck it in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude so um, that stuff was premium though yeah i was kind of surprised mm-hmm. very good and then Toby Keith held it down. We basically <laughs> did not eat on Saturday. Yeah. And we were just like we seen through a funnel. We played a round of golf and um, I had like eggs before that. We were hangry, yeah. shall we say. And Toby Keith hadn't, they had like an hour and a half long wait. Everybody did. Mm-hmm. There was a new restaurant landscape to go navigate at yeah. Windstar since it took a good old Phoenix, El Phoenix away. Right. Yeah, That's probably just vacant. But man, there was a billion and a half people there. Yeah, way more than I thought there would be. Uh, update on uh, COVID nineteen: uh, They do not make you wear a mask in. No one checks you. No. There's not even a gel dispenser yeah. for like do your hands. There's <laughs> nothing. It's just a free for all. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> you're like, well, if you came here to gamble, you're gonna gamble your life too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that that's how we, we all commented on how gross it was. Like it's we all smelled like smoke. We yeah. reeked of smoke. Eyes, far eyes more were so burning. I feel like the ventilation systems in uh Oklahoma are sub part of Vegas. Oh, I'm sure. Anyway, because I was even that night, uh I was losing so bad to Scott that I just said, Hey, we're gonna discontinue the original bet. I'll pay you the money right now. And I'm going to go double or nothing, basically, from yeah. here on in. Okay. Uh, I said I was even last night, so I'll gamble today. And that kind of shifted the tables yeah. <laughs> back in my direction. So oh, okay. we, we started going like 10 a hole. Uh-huh. And uh, 
it got real competitive and fun. Nice. That's good, man. Um, anything new with the kids? Or I guess you're all in school, no masks. Um, well, we had we did have that one winter icy day this past week where I taught from home. Um, but yeah, other than that, like everybody's nobody's home because of COVID. Um, everybody's staying relatively healthy. We haven't had any anybody this year get anything. So, do you get winter break and spring break? We do. So we take off on uh, the, or we do not take off on minor holidays, um, and we save those Mondays up for the winter break. And that's what gives us that week off, which I think I prefer. So you did not celebrate President's Day this last week? No. Yeah. Somebody was like, "Well, I, I was hoping you would have a." a calmer day on president's day. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, just no. cause I can't go to the post office doesn't, <laughs> which I'd never do anyway. doesn't mean that yeah. the world of software and anything that can be done remotely. Yeah. It doesn't halt. Yeah. Yeah. It grinds on. Uh, are you watching the stars game? I was, um, now I'm not. I just last left I checked there. it was three, one. Oh, you were there. Well, no, they, well, you were they just packed, the they yeah. packed out the parking lots. Yeah, man. As I was leaving. To come down here. Yeah. I've gotten gotten big into stars. Courtney has really taken to hockey too, so that's been a lot of fun. Gone to a couple games this year and been keeping up and watching a lot more stars games. What do you make of uh, all the geopolitical stuff that occurred basically, what, this week? Like Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday? Uh Uh-huh. What do I make of it? I mean, (laughs) I guess... I can give you my reaction a little bit that it's kind of shocking that in 2022, like a country can straight up invade another one. Yeah. That's, that's wild without, you know, like this is like provocation, like a world war type provocation. Right. And we've never seen anything like that except for September 11. Right. That's probably the only thing we've ever seen because we didn't see like uh, Pearl Harbor Mm -hmm. or I'm trying to think about other, well, and that was like an attack on us, obviously, but this one, and I haven't even really availed myself of most of the footage or the news updates, yeah. but there are bombs and like missiles and like they're straight up going yeah. in there and murking people. And this is like probably the first time in our history where we're seeing, you know, these high quality videos and just like showing, you know, a lot of people over there have access to these cameras or are videoing and posting. So you just see like missiles getting shot off and bombs going off and everything it's it's insane and extremely heartbreaking yeah it's uh and it's insane the way that we ingest it too because you know i'm in my instagram today and i have some dms in like my golf group i've got Mm -hmm. you know dms from whoever and then you know it's like a funny you know uh witty instagram reel or something and then john dm me like a guy that was moving something off of a road into the woods. And I didn't even know what it was until I went and read the caption. And it was a guy removing a live mine, like a mine bomb from a passageway so that Ukrainian forces could move through. And he just, he didn't wait for any of the bomb squad. He just picked the thing up and took it away. Wow. And it could have gone off at any moment. And John was like the cojones on this guy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm thinking about it. And now that you say it, I'm ingesting the war through my Instagram right. feed. Yeah. You know, like my Twitter feed. Yep. Yeah. It, it's, uh, and I, and I don't know, like I, f- 
because like I, my students were talking about it right and so they're over here just like oh that's crazy like and i feel like it hits them differently just because they're so used to social media and it's almost like they don't take it as seriously or anything like that um just how could it, you it's showing up in their reels you know um yeah well it used to be that they delivered a movie once a week a new movie came out once a week and you went and saw it in the picture show and mm-hmm. you went home and you had three channels and that was it so i mean gerald's sitting here doing a, a kill him game or whatever <laughs> and, kill em you game. know this is every single day every yeah. single thing that i watch in my that's not golf someone's dying <laughs> yeah. someone's dead right. and we're trying to figure out who did it gets super desensitized you get desensitized because you've seen so many things that are so lifelike like and even black mirror it's like it's shot mm-hmm. with that type of film layer that makes you think it could be like on the bbc or yeah. something well and even in those black mirror episodes like you know they had the one about the like the mechanical dogs or the hounds that were chasing mm-hmm. after people and now like if you've seen dude one walk down my street been, yeah those, they've been built oh yeah but yeah. Th- all, all that's real yeah black mirror is it's riveting yeah it's moving sometimes mm-hmm. they need to come out with more of that i agree um back to what you were saying what you didn't seem like your students were really taking it seriously or like yeah, they, they like, couldn't ingest it as real. Yeah. It, or, you know, it's just more of like, that's crazy. Like, but, and then just kind of like moving on and it's like, Oh, let's look at the next video. Like, you, you know, not really taking in how this could potentially like affect the world. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like anything else that you see, any other injustice that you see. Well, Actually, that might be the the interesting difference, you know, like race relations. You see a cop shooting a, an unarmed black man in America, and it's like you can take to the streets, you can protest, you can mm-hmm. bust out the the poster board, do a peaceful protest, whatever you're gonna do. Like, speak to the media. What do you do when a country like invades another one like this? Right. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, everybody's kind of watching with bated Imagine breath. Imagine all the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gal Gadot, <laughs> yeah. come on, it's your time. Make one just for you, the Ukraine, right. Ukrainian people. This is a time also when I was having this conversation with, I think it was my rents the other night. Um, and we're kind of seeing like Bitcoin's at like 39,000 last time I checked. Mm-hmm. We saw a little bit of a resurgence because it had dipped back down to like 34, 35. Yeah. Um, in moments like this where they're going after the central banking system, the airports, like all of the, the big things that move an economy uh bitcoin is the only thing they can get through to some of these people it's not like they can go to an atm and or or whatever you know they need like digital currency like that Mm -hmm. crypto and i I feel like the uh the case for crypto is being strengthened as like these crazy geopolitical things otherwise destabilize the stock market considerably wow i yeah i never considered that but that makes a lot of sense well there's a lot of people on twitter uh, maybe i'm in the bitcoin like Mm-hmm. tweet uh topic or something but uh people that literally there was one guy that said i'm a refugee now and like i can't access anything like they they took they froze all these assets like this bank is mm-hmm. is cut off and he's like if it weren't for my eth my bitcoin and uh like my doge like he's like that's how i'll survive because it's all decentralized yeah yeah okay wow yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense 
I was also watching the Full Sin podcast this last week, and they had on this guy in LA that does all these custom cars for like the big celebs. And Jamie Foxx ended up stopping by and kind of crashing the podcast. He's been a longtime customer of this guy. Mm-hmm. And um, what was my whole purpose in telling you that? Oh, he was dropping names on, from his client list, like Lil Uzi Vert and like mm-hmm. basically every rapper for the last 20 years. And uh, because of the expediency of crypto, you're able to move products like like crazy right like like a phantom rolls royce or numbered cars like he specializes in numbered cars where it's like this is a a la ferrari like Mm -hmm. you know it's one of 50 or something like that and so Lil uzi vert will be coming in on a private jet to la for the weekend he'll want a new like maybach truck Mm -hmm. and the bank is closed there's no ability to do a wire transfer because it's not monday through friday eight to five so like Lil Uzi Vert rolled through and bought like 10 Maybach trucks and just like transferred Ethereum by Coinbase to this guy. Wow. So like it really, in terms of the, uh, the speed to market, the mm-hmm. speed to access your goods. Yeah. Um, Cause you don't need, you know, you don't have to go through a lot of different processes of other people improving it. Right. Well, it's just like a wire transfer is just like this. Um, it's kind of scary. It's like you're on the phone and you're like confirming all the account numbers and then they're just going to send it. Yeah. And then, but that's you know, the thing, like, like, so I'm with Will Fargo's, right? But if I wanted to um, get, like, a high-priced vehicle, I think I would have to, like, notify my bank, like, hey, I'm about to make Oh, that. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, just to, just to buy my Mustang, which was not anything mm-hmm. in terms of price compared to the vehicles that we're talking about, I was going to, I think I was going to put, like, $10,000 on my debit card, mm-hmm. which I should have every right to regardless because right. it was coming out of an account with that much money. And I still had to call them and they still yeah. had to like, right. you know, I, I had to, I called them to make them aware. And then I had to call them again while I was doing it. And they called me back and it was a whole fiasco just trying to get my own money through on this debit card. So yeah. yeah. Right. And that was during business hours at like a right. normal car dealership. Yeah. So if you're trying to get anything done. Yeah. I, that's what uh, happened to me whenever I was getting uh, Courtney's engagement ring. It was like, uh, I got it from Robin's brothers and. They were about to close, and I'm over here waiting for the bank to approve it. I'm like, come on, let's go. And then uh, same thing with the house and everything. So, How would you do the house? Like a wire transfer, or how does that work? Yeah, wire transfer. Uh, um, cashier's check, and then we had to do like another deposit or something. Interesting. Yeah. I'm at the point I was telling I have a year left on my lease, and – will have enjoyed my time in victory park if i end up departing um but i've got so much bitcoin now at such a good price that i mean it basically can double like it's already you know doubled it's been twice the value that it is now and i'm thinking if it does that it's like man Mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard not to be eyeing the real estate market because i feel like it came down did it come down a little bit like the it was at its peak in like 2021 or something and um, i feel like people started to get more realistic but i could be yeah. totally wrong about that well gerald's currently looking and it's i think it, i think it's remained pretty high uh we were looking at you know because we got ours from history maker that's who bought ours and uh they're about to start the next phase right over here uh down the street and just to get an idea of you know, pricing for him um, and what it would be like over here. So uh, 
Courtney and I got our home for 261 and the same house that's being built across the street, like same model and everything is now over 300,000. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I checked this neighborhood out. <laughs> these, these new homes, dude, are going for like 350. Yeah. Gerald, are you checking this neighborhood out? Mm -hmm. But History Maker, they're also starting like new developments in Burleson and I think even in Fort Worth. And so if they're like just starting out and they haven't even like broke ground on anything yet, that could be worth uh, looking at. Maybe Gerald and I should buy a home together. Just like the, the two dashing bachelors that we are. True. That would, uh, that'd be an interesting house. <laughs> that'd be a very quiet house at times. <laughs> just especially, stay in your opposite end. Especially ends. if there was a ping pong table in the middle. <laughs> we just meet in the middle. <laughs> Bow. <laughs> Don't even say a word. Just pick up the paddle. Yeah. A pee. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I don't know. It's like. I get the whole, I could put a healthy, healthy down payment down, but it's like, I feel like you always have to have this uh, pretty epic emergency fund going on for anything that could go wrong with like an older home. And yeah. you don't have that situation down here in a fresh new build. I would hope, I'm sure you're going to finish out some landscaping and do stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, mo you know, do whatever you're going to do. But um, in Dallas, like Michael and Shelly just bought her childhood home and it's such an older build, you know, that things go wrong. You need to have money. They have a pool. It's like things are expensive to upkeep. Yeah. And that's also a, a factor. Right. Because after, even after you, you know, put that down payment and you're making payments on those homes, there's still a lot that you have to account. Like, you know, all the, if you don't have furnishing, um, the thing is though, based on everything that you've said and I've seen in this neighborhood, because of the time that you bought, you could literally live in this house for one year and make a hundred thousand dollars profit on yeah. it. Yes. Goodness gracious. See, that's the type of opportunity that I want to be at the ground floor at, but I'd love to stay Bro, in my zip code. True. But we, uh, we just got super lucky. So Courtney's mom just saw an advertisement that they were about to start building here. So we came by and checked it out. Like it just, it just happened just because of a Facebook ad um, while we, while we were searching for a home. So just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And out here there's more space spots to build and yeah. more all of that like i couldn't stay in my zip code there isn't a physical space to actually build homes and i mm -hmm. i've decided like i've walked through enough dingy corridors of like condo yeah. apartment type things where it's like yeah it's a condo but walk up the stairs you know yeah. walk all the way down the hallway past all these other doors and i'm like this is an apartment and a crappy one at that yeah. um i want like a freestanding single family home mm -hmm. or a really well done duplex where I rent the other side out. That'd be great too. But you could get that in a more dense populated urban area. Right. But uh, typically they're going to be much older. It's like, or you're going to buy something that's like really expensive. Yeah. Not ideal. But it'd be really nice to just be looking at homes that were like two fifty, three hundred thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. But to get that, you're going to have to go like scary, like in my area, you'd have to go scary area or like that's a condo basically. Right. Yeah. Dallas is pretty pricey. You can get some stuff. I've looked at, I'm starting to look around a little yeah. bit. Nice. Are, where, what area of the Metro are you looking at? Like Burleson, Mansfield, 
Arlington, Fort Worth, just kind of like the south, southern Fort Worth area, southwest. Even. Interesting. Any preference among all those spots? Probably Burleson or Crowley area, but Burleson's super expensive. Burleson, I, I hear, is Burleson like growing the most out of all of these yeah. towns currently? Because I feel like I've heard that murmur elsewhere. Yeah, Burleson is growing. I mean, I would say even Cleburne is stepping it up. This whole corridor down through here, man, yeah. um, it's it's livening up. And it's interesting to me that uh, considering myself as like a Dallas person that I live like right on the very edge of, you know, I shoot right down here. Mm -hmm. um, my only thought about the suburbs is going east or south. You know, like I, I think more about coming down south to one of these suburbs like a Cedar Hill or um, Mansfield or something like that, rather than going up to like Salina, Prosper, Frisco. Like I don't want to yeah. be that far north. I'd rather right. go south. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel you on that. Do you? I do. What else you got going on? Um, um, I got a topic. Okay. But let me let my dog outside. Okay. So how much time do you need? Um, do like a fake commercial. Oh, just put Gerald on. What's up, loser? <laughs> much, man. You know, just losing. No, you, uh, you got me. I think we actually, were we 50-50 last weekend? Uh, point the logo to your face. There you go. Got it. All right. And yes, put I your, believe Put it right up. 50-50. I think we were 50-50, so yeah. I can't even really call you a loser. No, you can't. Not Unfortunately. Anymore. Now, back in the day at the student center, you did run that table, from what I remember. Got some of your dollar-dollar uh, bills, y'all. Yeah. Nobody got it as bad as Rowdy Lofton, though. <laughs> that <Right>. kid. <laughs> um, Mike, no. It, no, uh, it was either Rowdy or Mike uh, Rudiger. Mike, oh, Mike Rudiger, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Man, I... Yeah. I took I took all they calf money. Yeah, I basically gambled all their money against you because <laughs> I would take it from them and then probably lose it to you. Got them rusty bucket <laughs> dollars, baby. Yeah, man. Oh, those corn nuggets and French toast sticks. Oh. Game changer. I, and those selective hours. I love those. <laughs> <laughs> Never when it's you like, wanted it. Closed at three p.m. Yeah. Huh? Studying at ten fifteen. Well, hope you enjoyed dinner at five. <laughs> like, what are we a hundred? <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's good, man. Good old Swayu. Kanye's stem player. Do you know anything about it? Stem player? No. 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 Okay, so he's working on Donda Two. Right. I thought it dropped or a live performance. He did a live performance of it, just like he did with Donda One, okay. where he's kind of like working out the king. So a lot of it was just him like mumbling. So or... is he just going Donda Two, Donda Two, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but but he's not releasing this one on streaming services. Um, he's releasing it on this device that he has called the Stem Player, where you can uh, isolate vocals or isolate instrumentals, and there's like. Uh, you can like remix it and a bunch of different things, but it's a $200 device, right? And so you purchase it and then it comes pre-downloaded with his songs. And then uh, if other artists choose to, they can do the same. Um, so instead of just having like the one track 
it comes with all these files with like the different stems, which I'm talking about, like the vocals, the instrumentals. Uh, you can isolate the drums um, or the electronic parts, you know, different things like that. So it gives the, it kind of just changes the music experience for the listener, right? Completely. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are angry that, you know, he's, he's like making people pay $200 for his album. But the way I see it, like he's not really charging for the album. That's just something that you get on top of it. Um, but the real treasure there, I think, is the actual device. Um, now, can this device receive like a, a software update with yes. new music? Uh-huh. Oh, yep. so he's not it's not like a one time perishable no, or no. anything. Uh-uh. Well, then, yeah, I mean, he's trying to lock you into his Beats by Dre or whatever right. it is, you know, but that's this is a fascinating topic because they've been doing this for a long time, yeah. like trying to sell like a wearable with or a physical product with the album or trying to include an album with a physical product that they were selling Mm -hmm. to get album sales up. Like, yeah. So this has kind of gone back and forth for, this is a fascinating thing. I've never heard anything like that. Yeah, man. And so the first day sales, he made like two mil and he's like, do you understand how many times you guys would have to stream my music in order for me to make that money in a day? It's like, billions of streams because they get you know paid what five i've seen the infographics it's like there's a bunch of different uh number of plays to get to a dollar right on all the different services yeah and so i mean that just kind of further solidified his point of like if you're actually wanting to support the artist then it would make sense to to pay the artist more i mean two hundred dollars is like uh a nosebleed concert ticket yeah so that's definitely more of a commitment but Mm -hmm. it's interesting people are like mad that they can't get it but it's like not every product is for you right you know like chefs have this menu for the peasants (laughs) and then this menu for the the white collars you know like we all know like avanti famously had a late night dinner menu uh the moonlight cafe menu Mm -hmm. and it was like cheaper and more you know um bite size if you will yeah uh that's fine it's like not he doesn't owe you yeah. his music. Right. And exactly. that's the fact that you will get future artists. Now are, is this an exclusive for his label at the moment or no. what does it look like? So my understanding is that like, if you get a hold of anyone's, so we'll call them stems, right? Mm-hmm. Anyone where you have like the multiple instruments and the isolated vocals and everything, as long as you have those, which people like upload those all the time, that's how you get songs that are mashed up. Like you have, jay-z's vocals over like the beatles instrumental right like that's how people create mashups because they have access to those stems um and so all you would have to do is you know download those stems if the artist has made them available or if somebody else has and uh, just upload them to that device and then you can save the songs Um, you can save like your remixes and upload them to your computer and then you know upload them to social media or soundcloud or wherever and up you know just upload like your remixes of the songs dude this is sounding like he just published like a new github repo for open source software and all i've seen is like anger over this device which I, 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 i don't know i find it very cool actually well, the people that are looking at it like a two hundred dollar listen to a Kanye album yeah, are yeah, the ones that are probably getting making yeah. making noise. Right. The people that view it as the opportunity that is there an existing 
library of these stems that you could go download immediately or that i'm not sure uh, the part that i'm confused about is that he's releasing his album in this way which is almost like mm -hmm. an open source software like plugin or toolkit or like yeah. a sdk or something mm -hmm. I'm, I'm butchering this language but it's almost like a github thing that's yeah. like hey this is open source everybody can modify it build it publish it like do whatever they want with it yeah. uh that seems like what this is because if you can take his stems and mix them with other mm -hmm. ones and then republish that all using this device yeah well, and I use Jay-Z as an example because I'm 100% sure like on iTunes, um, you could purchase his black album, just his vocals. Um, like that's for sale. And, and so that's why I used him as an example, just because I know it does exist. But, you know, if other artists kind of latch onto this and it would be a good promoting tool, you know, you have like, you know, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about TikTok and the craziness that that, that is. And it can make a song that was released 30 years ago chart uh again on on the top 100 um but if somebody were to you know manipulate your vocals or uh, change you know change the instrumentals and everything and upload it and uh, that's another way that you get more shine like that's crazy yeah well i mean it's almost just a better attribution system because we already know that like it, we we lay new layers of infrastructure for generations to come build upon so mm -hmm. like i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing in the software space if it weren't for people that built you know the www like built the infrastructure like built web one mm -hmm. you know for us to be in web two and three right that kind of thing and so this is just like instead of just saying oh yeah i was super inspired by the beatles you know mm -hmm. like and that's why i made this uh this kygo ed sheeran remix in this mm -hmm. way like you know, that will just be, the, it'll be a digital trail. Right. Almost uh, of attribution, if that makes sense. Yeah. The number of things that, it's like, it's like if you had Google Glasses and you were walking down the street and you saw the number of things like in the digital sphere, that's the metaverse that's being monetized and being con uh, contended over. It's just insane right now. Yeah. Because have you uh, heard anything about this um, Saudi golf league? No. This is uh, the hot news on the PGA Tour right now. Um, the PGA Tour has been the foremost, you know, tour uh, worldwide for quite a long time. And if you wanted to compete against the top players in the world, you were there. Well, Greg Norman, the legendary golfer, worldwide golfer, uh, kind of got into bed. It sounded like the, at least this go around. He's tried to mount this several times throughout his career, it sounded like. But um he finally got Saudi backing for golf super league and they were trying to uh, recruit influencers and people in the top 100 of golf to go over and play in the Saudi golf league by enticing them with more money. And it exposed this whole, like, you know, well, how much does the average player get paid and blah, blah, blah. Cause I, as I've explained to you in the past, you know, if you don't make the cut, you probably don't make any money. In fact, right. you might owe money. You might yeah. lose money if like you're you, going around. You pay to play. You're an independent contractor. You got to get yourself there. You got to pay your team. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how you do, you might have to withdraw from the golf tournament for all we know. Um, there's a lot more that shakes out with that, obviously, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that. But sure. one of the foremost people that they recruited that uh, was actually uh, drafting the operating by bylaws like the mm -hmm. operating procedural bylaws of the new saudi golf league was phil mickelson oh and he was uh 
this was kind of picking up steam in the news. And then Kramer Hickok, who's a good friend of Jordan Spieth, they both mm-hmm. played at UT together. He went on to one of these golf podcasts and said he'd heard that 17 of the top golfers in the world were committed kind of under the table to this Saudi golf league, which like set off, mm-hmm. you know, fire. People were like, what? Are you kidding me? No, yeah. it was it set off all these players going on camera for the media saying, I pledge my allegiance to the PGA tour, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. And so Phil, Phil was talking to a reporter a while back and this reporter was doing like an unauthorized or an unblessed biography of Phil Mm -hmm. and Phil's comments uh, were leaked this, not leaked. They were released this week and it was basically him saying, you know, this is a great way to force the PGA Tour's hand on some change that we've always wanted. And, you know, is it a little unseemly to be getting in bed with the Saudis and all this, you know, blood money and all their atrocious human rights? Like, you know, eh, it's mm-hmm. kind of difficult because that's where the money's coming from. But what are you going to do? And like, he just made all these comments and the backlash from this where he's basically outed as actively working against the tour that made him who he is today and he's made so much money from it he not only is he operating by laws to like go to the new league but he's consciously doing it with blood money and he got dropped by every noteworthy sponsor this week Mm -hmm. kpmg callaway everybody dropped him he's in a world of hurt the saudi golf league is now kind of like dead on arrival a little bit because basically it's one of those things where it's like top 50 golfer in the world they'll pay you two hundred fifty thousand dollars to show up yeah just for your time you know and it but it's not going to be as competitive if the top players in the world are not playing on it but i just thought that was a crazy Mm -hmm. news story and one of the big things that they're trying to go after right now are part of their digital intellectual property rights because by stepping onto that pga tour course they sign away everything Mm -hmm. you know they can they can play that round on golf channel for the rest of your life yeah and with NFTs and with cool shots, cool trademarks. Yeah. Just um, everything's being monotonized. M- not monotonized, monetized. monetized. <laughs> wow. Sorry, my bad. It's mon- <laughs> English teacher. <laughs> Monot- monoton- yeah, yeah. I can't even say it now. Monetized. Monetized yeah. monotly. Um, monopolized i think is but that's that's one of the big areas of the contracts that are being reviewed and kind of contended over is like the digital intellectual property rights and i want to sell my nft or you know my official digital golfer card or whatever yeah that's insane it is there's there's just money to be made everywhere poor phil i it's brought a lot of things out that i'm disappointed to have learned about that some people and i'd heard this in the past because he signed my, an autograph on my hat 10 years in a row as a kid and uh, some people claim that that's much more calculated than the average joe going to the golf course getting an autograph and want to think mm-hmm. you know like that never happens if there's no cameras is what i've heard gotcha. um i've heard that he's kind of not a sociopath but manipulative okay He's manipulative of situations and people. So it's really just like if it if it's good optics for him. Yeah, that's it, unfortunate. It's difficult. Yeah. Sh- Shut up. <laughs> well, it's hard because it's like. Wh- <laughs> 
At what point does it become manipulation? <laughs> your idols become your rivals. Did you just kill Keyshawn? Nah, he's playing? <laughs> uh, did you see that Lex Friedman interviewed Mark Zuckerberg? No. He was, gonna, go? he was gonna drop it the day that Russia invaded Ukraine, and then he was so bent out of shape over that that he was uh, tweeting about that and said, I'll release it another day. Yeah. I guess he did it yesterday, and I listened to the first hour. I gotta tell you guys, Mark Zuckerberg cracks jokes, he laughs, it's a good conversation. Like He, he seems human? He's like his robot human mode is it's out of beta i'll okay. put it that way it's it's now in production Dang, he got the 2.0 he, he come he came across as a real human okay then i am interested in it check it out try it out <laughs> <laughs> try it out <laughs> all right yeah. you done we done yeah we outie why not man number 93 number 93 in the books in the books you know what, what I'm thinking? What? Wedding day. What? I need to have like you and a couple other guys come over to my place while Courtney and the girls are getting ready. And maybe we can record like if we could get Brock in house and Are you putting any headway on Breathe? Are you sending me home with that? Um, I'm almost done with it. You're not getting it yet. The snow the snow day, uh yeah, I left it up at the school because I read it during my free periods. The snow day threw me off, but I'm on the last part of it. All right, buddy. It's very, it's, it's really cool, actually. It's, well, let's do it. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll just say one thing about it. Like, you know, it's about like being able to breathe through your nose. And I, I try to work out breathing completely through my nose. Like after running two miles on the treadmill, it's a diff. it's, it's tough. It's very difficult, but we'll talk about like the benefits of it um, another time. All right, features and benefits review coming up on number 94. Yeah, buddy. Another week, another podcast, your favorite show. We did it again. Brother, we did it again, man. I get married in less than two weeks. I still love you, though. <laughs> oh, do you? Are you going to object? I'm going to be like, I know why they shouldn't be wed. Because <laughs> of his love for me. I know why. Because <laughs> man lieth with man. <laughs> And that's how we end the episode, folks. <laughs> that's what we end on. That's what bom, you get. Bom, bom, bom. <laughs> Salvation. Salvation.